Hi folks, this is Steve. This podcast is really late because I'm really lazy and I didn't get it out in time before we went on vacation. We've been in vacation mode for a week already, so by the time you're hearing this and we talk about being away for two weeks, we're actually only going to be away for one. Thanks for putting up with us, and now, on with the show. Welcome everyone to the Apocalypse Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Lawrence. Oh, it's a midday podcast. I forgot. Midday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's it's unusual for us to do it at this time, but yeah. You know, we we have other things happening in our lives. Yeah. We ele- we elevate as the day goes on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We start we start slow, but man, we finish we finish strong. We've yeah, <laughs> it, you know, two hours ago it was just Larry. It was yeah. <laughs> Hey you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh like like Michelle Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we 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 go high. Anyway, I digress, but <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm into the Scottish song. You take the high road. Oh, I'll be in like Lomond. I'll, I'll, I'll be in like Lomond before you. Yeah, and um, I don't I don't know what any of that means either. Yeah, uh, Scots. We were all drunk at the time. Um <laughs> We're going to talk about Obadiah, which is uh, the title of that uh, Beatles song, right? No, that's Obladi. Never mind. Oh, that's Obladi. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Obladi. And we can do Hey Jude later on, too. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the sun. So, so Larry, give us an introduction to Obadiah. Sure. So, Obadiah, um, we don't know who he was. Uh, um, when I'm reading the different commentators, they say, we don't know who he is. His name means uh, worshiper or something like that, servant or worshiper, and um, and there's a bunch of Obadiahs, like they're all over the place in Scripture, so no one really knows. And and similarly, when it comes to the dating of the book, because remember we always say when you're doing the minor prophets, almost want to pull a chart out because you want to see the kings that you're dealing with, right? The period of time that you're dealing with, all of this really matters when you're dealing with the prophets. So when you're dealing with Obadiah, um, they, they don't really know when it was written, but they but there's a bit of an idea now. We were thinking eighth century, you know, so 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 way back before the um, Assyrian captivity, but um, but lately some of the the writers are starting to say no. It's it seems like it's more like um, written around five sixty, you know, five seventy five sixty. So sixth, that's sixth century, right, uh, BC, and the, part of the reason for that is he says some of the same stuff that Jeremiah says, and Jeremiah was written around that time. So, so they think you know if Obadiah was written in the eighth century, then Jeremiah obviously used Obadiah, but if, but sixth century, you know, they could have been using each other or had a similar source. Um, and that kind of stuff. So let's, for the, for our purposes, say that Obadiah was written in 560-ish, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and we'll say that um, that the thing that you know is that the last book was all about the Assyrian captivity. Assyria was going to um, take Israel captive. Mm. Okay. This is written after the Babylonian captivity. So Assyria was 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 the power in charge. And then Babylon took over, mm-hmm. right? So they were the they were the superpowers of the day. Assyria 
and Babylon were the superpowers of the day of that part of the world. Mm-hmm. So, so Babylon was the United States of the day, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Okay. And uh, you know, Trump was Nebuchadnezzar, and you can you can do you can do anything you want with that, you know. <laughs> and I will do I will do no more because yeah, I don't know where to go either. I don't, I don't myself know in the corner. Where to go with Biden and the rest of it? I just don't yeah. know. And I'm I'm not particularly political. Yeah. But um, but so Obadiah was written after the um after the after the Babylonian captivity, and um so so all of all of Israel and all of Judah are are in captivity this is what they call the diaspora hmm. okay. so the diaspora just means the dispersion the yep. dispersion of the jewish people yep. um you know the 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 best song from the dispersion was probably by boney m you know um by the rivers of babylon <laughs> yeah by the waters of babylon where we sat down you know we, we don't want to play our music here because this this place blows is basically <laughs> what it's about right so so um so Obadiah is writing during that time and if he's writing during that time the big the big thing about Obadiah is it's one chapter and actually the early some of the early scholars argued whether it was a complete unit or not and you're like it's one chapter guys like yeah. <laughs> give us a break like, like yeah stop you know. judging them on like word count like come yeah. on seriously yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could still yeah, be from the your, Lord. Your essay, your essay must be um, five to seven hundred words. Okay, I can do that. Obadiah can do that. But yeah. you know, in Isaiah, you have the Deutero Isaiah theories and the Trito Isaiah theories. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that there were three Isaiahs or two different right. uh, authors writing Isaiah. But this one, they'll they'll say it's Obadiah. Now, the bigger thing that we want to know is that this book is specifically against one nation, which is nice for a change. And the nation that this is written against is Edom. Hmm. And so Hmm. when people talk about the, um, the words against Edom, they usually go to Obadiah because Obadiah is a, is a little bit longer sustained prophecy against Edom. Mm -hmm. Right. And Edom um, during the Babylonian captivity, Edom was never a very powerful country, not, not, Mm -hmm. not really powerful in its own right. But during the Babylonian captivity and in other places too, they they kind of joined with the enemies of Israel, mm-hmm. in this case Judah, enemies of Judah, and um, and kind of you know turned them over and and you know turned them over to be slaves and and robbed them and cheated them, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Well, remember that Edom. Um, the, one of the reasons that they're prophesied more than any of the others, and there are there's prophecies against you know Ammon. Um, you know, uh, Moab and Ammon, which are, you know, Lot's kids, and there's prophecies against Philistia and, and all of the entire and, and all these places. But the re I think one of the reasons the prophecies are so harsh against Edom is that Edom is, these are the offsprings of Esau. Mm-hmm. And Esau was Jacob's brother. Yeah. If you'll recall. Yeah. Um, and, um, and Esau sold his birthright, but but they were family, man. Like these guys were family, and and they were in a very real real sense, um, destroying and and brutalizing their own cousins. Mm-hmm. And and God God really is going to judge them for that yeah. more so than than a tire or. You yep. know, a Philistia who were just, you know, the, they were the sea peoples that came over in the 1200s, the Philistines yep. specifically. I think that the um, the others as well. And 
and they weren't relatives. Yeah. And so you're still going to get judged, but, but the judgment on, on your brothers are going to be the most harsh. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's happening here. And don't forget when you're talking about the Idumeans, Herod, Herod, the great was Idumean. Uh, so Herod, the great was, uh, was uh, offspring of Esau. Always kind of wanted to be a Jew, you yeah. know. Uh, they always really hated him. Yeah, never quite. They, they, <laughs> yeah, terribly uncomfortable relationship with Herod, yeah. right? And he rebuilt their temple, and he did a beautiful job, man. He built a beautiful, beautiful, um, I guess, second temple, we'll call it. Um, finished the second temple and did a did a, a gorgeous job on it. Yeah, they didn't care. They They really hated him. They just hated him. Yeah. But remember of Herod, they said it's better to be his uh, his host and his huios. No, <laughs> we I, all laugh at that. <laughs> I did not know that. This this is yes. not a... Yeah, it was, um, and um, it's just a little play on words. Huios mm-hmm. is uh, his son and Hus is pig. So better <laughs> to be his pig than his son because he would not touch pigs, but killed most of his sons. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was the joke. I don't think they told that to him <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is he was quite comfortable killing everybody else too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Herod, of course, um, he's not the object of this, but he was a political genius. Yeah. Like, I think as far as it goes, they said that uh, Herod um, supported um, Anthony, right? Hmm. He supported Anthony uh, and, or Brutus, which one, which one did it was Brutus was the guy who got killed, right? He supported the wrong side there. And um, and when he lost, he actually went. Now, um, Caesar's offspring was Augustus, mm-hmm. yeah. And he actually went to Augustus and said, if, "If I'm saying this right, I might be off on my names, and I don't want to screw this up." But he went to the opponent and said, "I supported him with everything I had, and now if you'll accept me, I will support you to that with that same energy and vigor." Mm. And the guy bought it and made him king. So he was a weasel through and through. He was, yes. And I almost said a name with that and um, fortunately held back, <laughs> held back. Yeah. So, so Obadiah is about, is really about God's judgment specifically on Edom. And okay. Edom is located um, down around the Dead Sea. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And their that. main city is Petra. Oh. Yeah. You remember the city? You ever see the those beautiful pictures of the of the city carved into the rocks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's, that's petra right. now, i don't know yeah. if it was carved during that period or, or quite a bit later but mm-hmm. that that is the area right down by the uh, south of jordan okay yeah nice yeah all right well thank you for that that's a great introduction folks let's jump in Obadiah one, I'd say chapter one, but there is only one chapter. So I'm going to guess that you can keep up. (laughs) (laughs) So Obadiah one, the vision of Obadiah. This is what the sovereign Lord says about Edom. We have heard a message from the Lord an envoy was sent to the nations to say, rise and let us go against her for battle. See, I will make you small among the nations. You will be utterly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you. You who live in the clefts of the rocks and make your home on the heights, who say to yourself, who can bring me down? Though you soar like an eagle and make your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. Yeah, so so of course that's talking about Petra or okay. or this this rocky country that they live in. They lived in the mountains and, and yeah. they were 
they felt very safe in their strongholds. And they yep. were very, very safe. Yep. Really, the only one that could touch them when they were in their strongholds uh, was God, and he was going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, verse 5 now, folks. If thieves come to you, if robbers in the night, oh, what a disaster awaits you. Would they not steal only as much as they wanted? If grape pickers came to you, would they not leave a few grapes? But how Esau will be ransacked, his hidden treasures pill pillaged. All your allies will force you to the border. Your friends will deceive and overpower you. Those who, those who eat your bread will set a trap for you, but you will not detect it. Doesn't, doesn't that suck? Oof. Yeah, yeah is, I, I I hate that. This is the friendship of the VPs that we used to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Duplicitous to a to an end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're and these people that you're trusting in, they're turning against you now, boys. Yeah, yeah. So just so you know, you your ally, your allies' choices were wrong. The allies mm -hmm. failed you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Second World War. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's taking them to task, much like he took Israel and Judah to task for making friends with Assyria and Egypt, right? Like yeah. these things that you think you're trusting in. Yeah. They're just now he's not asking them to trust in him. He's just telling them, you shouldn't have done this against your brother. Yeah. It's a little different than when he talks to Judah and to yeah. Israel, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Verse eight now. In that day, declares the Lord, will I not destroy the wise men of Eden, those of understanding in the mountains of Esau? Your warriors, Timon, will be terrified, and everyone in Esau's mountains will be cut down in the slaughter. Because of the violence against your brother Jacob, there you will be covered with shame. You will be destroyed forever. On that day you stood aloof, while strangers carried off his wealth, and foreigners entered his gates, and cast lots for Jerusalem. You are like one of them. You should not gloat over your brother in the day of his misfortune nor rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their destruction, nor boast so much in the day of their trouble. You should not march through the gates of my people in the day of their disaster, nor gloat over them in their calamity in the day of their disaster, nor seize their wealth. You should not wait at the crossroads to cut down their fugitives, nor hand over their survivors in the day of their trouble. Yeah, so that's, that's the exact word to them again. So this is not, you You have not turned to me, like he would say to Judah and Israel. This is, you, you joined with those that were crushing Judah. Hmm. Every chance you had, and he even uses the word, don't look down on your brother, right? So when they were in trouble, Edom, who should have at least stayed out of it. They should have, you know, they, they should have helped them, but at, at, at least they should have just, you know, they should have become Switzerland, right? And right. opened up banks <laughs> <laughs> and, and made money in the war. I don't know how Switzerland pulled that off, by the way. But, um, but and he says, he says, oh, by the way, Timon, they 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 think that's a place about three miles, um, three miles south of Petra. So it's right by it's right by Petra. Mm -hmm. um, they 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 they, they uh, is the name of the town that it is now. Mm. Not not a big deal. Just to say that that's one of their cities that he's talking mm, about there. Okay. But really, all that he's saying, all that he's saying here, is when they were going through misfortune, you jumped in with both feet. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's you. I can't. I don't. Fortunately, I do not have a modern day Canadian uh, equivalent to that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice change. 
<laughs> We're reading about someone else today, Steve. This is about <laughs> yeah. us. <laughs> but but when your brother's in trouble, um, you know, you need to help him. And the day of the Lord's coming, he's going to say now. Yeah. Uh, verse 15 now. The day of the Lord is near for all nations. As you have done it, it will be done to you. Your deeds will return upon your own head. Just as you drank on my holy hill, so all the nations will drink continually. They will drink and drink, and it will be as it never had been. But on Mount Zion, there will be deliverance. It will be holy, and Jacob will possess his inheritance. Jacob will be a fire, and Joseph a flame. Esau will be stubble, and there, and they will set him on fire and destroy him. There will be no survivors from Esau. The Lord has spoken. Well, let's just stop there just for a second. So really what they did is... Um, is is when when the when the Jewish people were being pushed out. So you remember this this um this captivity. It started with Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and the rich kids. In they think in about six oh seven that they started taking those guys into Babylon, mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing that you read in Daniel and the you know the ninety foot bunny yeah. and and all that <laughs> stuff from from Veggie Tales. Um, and, and the, you know, the throwing the three Hebrew children into the fire and all that, that's, that's all a part of this, of this time of this captivity. And mm-hmm. during this time, and then they came back, they put in a puppet King and then came back and, and, and destroyed Jerusalem again and took everybody out. Well, during that time, the Edomites joined with the Babylonians and helped them in, in the destruction and in the, in the looting. And that's why he's saying to them. Um, you did this, and and they they had drunken drunken parties. I almost said orgies, but it doesn't say that, so I better not say that. Just just wild drunken parties in in around in around Jerusalem, in around the hill of Zion, and things, and and God saying, "Are you out of your minds? Like like who would do this to their own relatives?" All right, yeah, that, and that you know they're far enough away now, like you know th- that. You know they're they're hundreds of years removed from from the original, but it's still it's still their relatives. Yeah, yeah. Um, verse nineteen: People from the Negev will occupy the mountains of Esau, and the people from the foothills will possess the lands of the Philistine or the land of the Philistines. They will occupy the fields of Ephraim and Samaria, and Benjamin will possess Gilead. This company of Israelite exiles who are in Canaan. Will possess the land as far as Zarephatha. <laughs> I can't say that if I want to. Anyway, that thing that starts with Z in verse twenty. Uh, the exiles <laughs> from Jerusalem who are in Shepharad will possess the towns of the, of the Negev. Deliverers will go up on Mount Zion to govern the mountains of Esau, and the kingdom will be the Lord's. Yeah. So the Valley of the Negev, the, the people from there, they're they're coming to take over. Like other people are going to take over. And I and then all of a sudden he throws in the Philistines and the Israelites. Yeah. Like like any good prophet, you just can't keep it to one topic. You, you, know, <laughs> you just start shoveling in everybody. <laughs> By the way, I hated those guys too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, he just won the lottery. This was <laughs> that he was going to yell at. Um, because now he was he was financially free, but um, but Obadiah, and then you don't hear anything more about Obadiah after this. But but all that he really says is um, is there is a deliverance coming for these guys, 
and you are not getting to take part in this, yeah. right? Um, you know, the is the exiles who are now all over Canaan and and they're gonna possess these different lands. They're in exile now. You are gonna pay the price. And I don't know, I just not sure what the message is for us. The message here for us, um, maybe when we see other people suffering, we don't jump in and and take advantage, you know. Yeah. Yeah. My my friend, uh, one of my friends, um, our friend, Steve, um, what was his name? Devon would always say, there's always opportunity in chaos, you know, <laughs> and um, there's always opportunity in other people's pain. Yeah. 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 Last house I bought was, was a divorce couple. They were divorcing, so they were selling their house. Um, that actually happened to me a couple of times. So, so, um, but, but, you know, we didn't take advantage. <laughs> there was no advantage. <laughs> You know, we still got ripped off by the realtors, no doubt. But, um, but you know, do you take advantage of those situations? Yeah, yeah, and he's saying yeah. to them, you can't. Yeah. But in in this particular one, he's saying there's something deeper here because the these are his relatives, and mm-hmm. you know, this whole area. You know, you've got you've got the relatives of Abraham, his offspring of Keturah. You know, mm-hmm. and and there's there's such close relationships in this area. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. it's just wild. Yeah. I, I like that conclusion of it. Like, you know, just don't pile on. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if someone's down, you don't need to pile on them. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think that's it. And and they are going to pay the ultimate price, yeah. you know, for, for what they did. Yeah. And, and the Lord's essentially going to wipe them off the earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which which is what we consider the ultimate price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being pedantic, Steve. Anyway, yeah. um <laughs> no, no, no. Th- thanks for thanks for talking about that. I think there's a show that I've never seen called uh The Squid Games, which which it from what someone told me, it sounds like that, but I, I have not seen the show, so I can't speak to it. So because it might be hideously bad, and here I am mentioning it, you know, and someone's <laughs> like he was watching some hideously bad show. No. In Larry's defense, he's never seen the show. I, yes. I, will, I will vouch for him. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Me either. Um, thanks for that, my friend. I, I, again, a good reminder, folks, that, that we're called to holiness, not just in terms of how we relate to God, but in how we watch others relate to God and how we judge them in that mm. sort of whole realm as well. Um, just to let you know, um, you won't get to hear Larry's dulcet tones for, for two weeks. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so if you can do without the, the most attractive man in Christian podcasting, for oh, two weeks. <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> oh, I snuck it in. <laughs> My daughter stopped listening to us because of this. I wanted oh. to get her back. Steve. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, tell her to listen to this one. She won't hear it until about this time. <laughs> she won't hear it until the end. <laughs> um, oh. so, so yeah, we're going to take a little mini break here in the, in October, and then we'll be back kind of, you know, about the middle middle whatever not october i'm gonna to talk to sometime in the first weeks of november we'll be back that's what yeah. i'm trying to say um but and we'll you know, do another prophet we will we will pers- you know we will pers- um persevere in the prophets yeah. yeah if this was jeopardy we said we'll take profits for 600 now <laughs> <laughs> um i always but, picture myself doing jeopardy and and having to name the 12 disciples <laughs> yeah. who are the 12 disciples well Alex, uh, you know. it was sleepy it was yeah. dope no hang on easy <laughs> I've got that complete. What is the Lord's prayer? The two lawyers. What's the Lord's prayer? Now I lay me down to sleep. 
I prayed the Lord myself. I didn't know you'd know that. He said. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. But no, we so appreciate you listening. Um, and uh, just, you know, look for us in a couple of weeks time. We'll be back. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thanks for just being part of the journey with us. Until then, I was Steve. He was Larry. And this was the Apocalypse Podcast. Mm-hmm.